Yeah, buddy, it's your boy Ty So here once again, man. So yeah, man, you probably hear it by the tone of my voice. Ty So is in an incredible, incredible mood right now, man. It's just because, you know, because I smell something. I smell it. Mmm, mmm, I smell it. It smells delicious. Mmm, it smells so good. It smells so nice. It smells so nice. You want to know what it is? Do you want to know what it is that I smell it? If you smell do you want to know what I smell? Hmm? Hmm? I smell opportunity. <laughs> opportunity. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm smelling. I'm smelling the positivity. You know what I'm smelling? I'm smelling a chance that I have for Walk State now to blow up, man. You know, all the years of diligence is finally playing off, focusing on, you know, blowing up my life fame and figuring out what I want to do in life and it's about to pay off. And now's my time for me to become, to make it to the next level because we are experiencing what I've been telling you guys, what they, what they have called the great resignation. The fact that they created a freaking name for it means that this is worldwide and now it's time for the tightest soul to take advantage and use this as an opportunity to make people's lives better. It's time for me to use this as an opportunity for me to grow because this is what happens when you have like a situation in a crisis. You know, you have two ways you can do about it. You can either go through and be able to um, and go through and fold and, and, and experience all the pain and the crashes. You can come up and um and grow and grow, you know, and 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 um and, and you know and make things happen and then go in a super sharp positive direction and um ascend like a rocket. You do all that, yeah, man. So that's what I'm about to do, man. So I'm just super super happy about it because Greg has. Nation, man, you know, it was kind of frustrated because, you know, I was up here, um, was, was trying, uh, up there was like, kind of like a, a, a Facebook group that I was in, uh, Simon Sinek was, uh, team operating and stuff like that, and, um, you know, made like a, um, uh, like a live talking about the Great Resignation, just trying to help out the people who are, you know, who love, um, um, to find personal growth and purpose and, um, help people find their why and stuff. You know, trying to help out, but they, I think I got kicked. I don't know what happened. I can't load back into the group. I don't know if I got kicked out the group, but whatever. My conscience, and you know, that's a good point for me. My, my conscience is clear because, you know, I went up here and I was trying to explain explain to a group. And if they don't want they don't want me to be part of it, that's their loss. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. As soon as your boy blows up and get that good support system, you know, I'll be able to go through and um join the group and then meet people like some center directly so it ain't even no big deal man so just feeling feeling really really good about the situation but anyway going back to the good feelings the good vibes is man bro great resignation oh man it's so funny people didn't see this coming man people are quitting their jobs because people want something more than just a, uh, a place where somebody tells them to get money okay especially in these environments where they put money over people okay there's two ways you could do it you could put people over money or money over people the way Simon Sinek talks about where he has this people over money concept which I really really love is that you know the people who who um, own the business you know I'm saying people in charge you know the oil founders you know CDOs you know they take care of their employees okay the employees take care of the people you know what i'm saying like like you know don't don't worry about so much with the with the shareholders you know the shareholders you know that what they want is the profit as long as you provide a profit they'll they'll be there you know what i'm saying you provide more money but 
you know, you got to make sure the shareholders get taken care of, but you got to make sure that's what happens with so many things that it always goes to the absolute, to the absolute extreme where, wherever it's all shareholder, you know what I'm saying? And no, and, and no, and no, and no, and no focus on the employee up, you know what I'm saying? So people like, people like I say, say shareholder, then customer, uh, then shareholder, customer, and then employee. Like, yeah, make sure your employees, when you have an organization that's big, you're not going to be able to have direct response to the um, employee and to the customer. Like, your employees talk to the customer directly. So that's the issue. You know, that's the um, format that, you know, that I super, super agree with, man. The way we have the format now, it's all about, you know, shareholder. Like, companies do whatever it takes to appear to, to be profitable. So even if it's just appearance alone to make the shareholders um happy even if it has nothing to do with profit and then and then they try to use that for the for the uh try to use the invest money to try to uh do like a price war with their competitors to lower the price which makes it even less profitable you know what i'm saying and then and then and then with then then with that then they try to take put the squeeze on the employees you know what i'm saying because listen man you gotta have um uh, 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 um, uh, uh, why? Like you gotta have a reason why to get up in the morning, okay? All right, it's it's it's, it's emotional. Like we need to have, uh, we gotta be able to work for a cause. It's not just all fluff and fluff and foo foo. It's psychological, okay? Like the way the way I describe it with my with my life fame format is the name that I'm starting to give to it is um you know we all suffer from post um toddler you know post traumatic stuff uh, post toddler PTSD. What that means is that, you know, that's what fuels, like what I kept calling, like the life aim memory. You know, you get, it, well, the way that we get to the high levels of enlightenment is that the core memory that we had when we were, we were um, like post Tyler, which is around like five years old, you know, that, that we had to experience growing up. Um, is um it, it put us like in the greatest pain that we ever um experienced and with it being so young with the extreme flush um extreme pain that we experienced put us in a rough uh rough, rough state so in order for us to survive emotionally we have to do things in our life as adults that can help us avoid the pain that we went through that when we were um, a kid and use the skills that we learned to avoid that pain and go towards something that um Give us the biggest feeling that we have with um going 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 with our with our um, our life our life aim memory um I, yeah i keep changing the terminology so so i'm saying so the life missed memory is um you know is uh the pain is the ultimate pain that we have and the life aim memory is where we go through where we have like the biggest uh pleasure that we have that we at least um at least on um on the small scale we try to overcome like our biggest challenges biggest challenge that we had when we were younger like we all know the story i keep saying like for me you know what i'm saying it was me smelling like boo-boo you know being five years old smelling like boo-boo boo-booing on myself you know telling all the other kids hey you know it's the it's not me it's the radiator and me having to sit there and lie and um to to get friends and me just telling myself listen if this is what it takes to get friends i don't even want to have friends over at this school so me just going through and figuring out, okay, if I'm going to be by myself with no friends, how can I survive? Because with a good attitude, if I have a bad attitude, I'm going to be ended up getting sent to the special ed classes, which in my five-year-old mind was was basically equivalent of a, of a, of a mental health institution for kids. 
So I said, no, forget that, because, you know, I have situations that I never want to be part of that, because, you know, you have, like, a situation I'll never forget. You go walk, walk go up to the bathroom, and there's, like, a two stalls. It's a stall that uh, that has a whole bunch of walls on it in the toilet, but it's a toilet. It's out there in the open, and then you have this one special, the kid that was on special ed class to sit down on the toilet, taking the good dump. And then you walk into in the bathroom trying to use trying to use that urinal and you know what I'm saying and he's staring at you, he would make an eye contact. I'm like, you know what, I do not want to be parts of that, whatever class that is. So you know what I'm saying? So Okay, you there's certain things in your life that you cannot do because it gives you there's a, a, a PTSD. So 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 for me, so for me in my life, you know, for me going out there and doing that, then that helped me out was me figuring out, you know, okay, okay, if I'm gonna be out here with, with no friends. How can I do this where I can um, still have a, a good attitude and then, um, AKA, how can I do this and, and raise my emotions even though I'm going through pain and, and whole bunch of stressors around me? I said, okay, well, okay, if nobody likes me, I, let me ask my question. Okay, do I like me? I said, yes. I said, what is it about me that I like? I like the fact that I focus on um, my solutions to my problems. I work on my stutter. I work on my uh, motor skills and I try to work, do the best I can to work on my, um, my, uh, the constipation, the fact that I smell like boo-boo and I boo-boo on myself, I try to fix it. I said, you know what? I do like the fact that I focus on the solutions and not the problem. Okay, so I, I, so I switched my mind. So me worrying and focusing on what, what the problems I have and how kids don't like me. I said, you know what? How do I fix the problem? And that was the fundamentals of, 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 all, of, of all types of different types of personal growth, self-help, personal development, whatever you want to call it. Cognitive psychology. It's a way that you think to get, get you know, what's known know has so many names for it but you know one of the most popular nowadays is the um growth mindset you know um growth mindset fixed mindset shout out to carol um i think it's um carol carol dewight dewight coming up with that smooth concept this is what it's what, it's what it takes to be you know six, the kind of coming mindset of what it takes to be successful in life whether whatever you decide whether to have all the all the things of life like health wealth you know, um, relationships, you know, and positive, high-quality emotions, happiness, even beyond happiness. So, all those areas, man. So, that's what basically have have to do, man. So, yeah, so basically going through that, after going through and, and realizing that technique, you know, that's that's became, you know, my, my primary skill set. That's why that's why it's so good for me like um to understand things about the mind and my different types of mindsets and stuff like that. You know, come from those skills what happened when I was five years old and it was crazy because it actually got reinforced by the fact that how successful it paid off. Like I was not expecting to have friends when I was five years old. I, I basically said, Forget you guys, I'm about to do this myself, forget you. And by doing that, you know what I'm saying? By by me having this attitude of, of like, you know what? You know, I'm about to just, you know, focus on a solution. I became super, super positive. And people liked being around me. And, you know, and then when people, then I was able to get friends. Now, now, now I appreciate, you know, having friends. Like, I wasn't taking it for granted. I was like, oh, I was like man, I smell like boo-boo all the time. I'm just happy that people over here, there's some people out here who think I'm cool. So I appreciated them and treated them right. And that, and that became, that, and that got growing to where all of a sudden I had, like, the whole class liking me. You know, including the people who, who didn't want to hang out with me in the first place because I smell like boo-boo. I still smell like boo-boo, but yet now these kids want to hang out with me now. This guy came from me. My, it came from me, changing my, my emotional state that made that happen. You know what I'm saying? Five years old, I was able to come up with something that even the adults couldn't help me out with. There was no adult in my life that had anything useful to say to help me deal with this. So, extreme embarrassment I felt from going to the bathroom myself. 
like nothing. I can't remember one, not one technique. The only thing they could probably say would probably be closest one that probably be something like, you know, don't get over, just just um just just get over it. Um, don't don't worry about what they think. You know what I'm saying? Like all that stupid stuff. Like man, now I came with a whole personal growth course at five years old, man. That that, and, that, and of course it was super super basic, but it's something I build upon. And also also coming up with a whole course about how to raise my emotional state at five years old. So now now that I'm an adult. It's now it's really really good, man. So that's what it's about, man. So, you know, what I'm saying it just was like you know the market, and then then you know I was able to take it to the next level, where um, where where I was trying to use it to find you know like the, uh, like the life fame as far as um you know, what direction I want to take in my life, you know, well some people call it you know purpose, some people call it the why. Sorry, that like back in 2008. You know, after um, I voted, you know, for uh, Barack Obama and seeing the pain of people who present their whole life saying that their whole goal in life was to help Barack Obama win, but as soon as he won, they still was miserable. I was like, man, I need to figure out, as I said, I don't care what it takes, I have to figure out what I want to do with life. I got to figure out exactly what I got to do. Not not a guess, not not a, you know what I'm saying, not a guess, you know what I'm saying? Not not a vague explanation. I need to know specifically. I need to know specifically what the heck, like, like, like what what I want to do in life. It don't have to be like the extreme, extreme to the to the T about exactly how much money or something. Even though I have um, and got a little bit to that point. How much money? Like who exactly? Well, I guess I have got a lot. Of, I have got some more details. Now, I think about about you know areas of life about what I want to be health wise. Who who do I want to be friends with? Personality traits that I like and money. I guess I have gone into into that. Went to, to that level, so I guess I'll just um, play that. But you know, the main thing is to figure out like what I'm trying to do in life. What's what, what's going to make me feel fulfilled? And if I actually get it, I'll I'll feel I'll be happy with it. Like I'll, it won't be this situation that so many people have, which I call the road to nowhere, which is they pick something out of out of thin air, what they think their purpose is. They pursue it, and then even when they get it, they were like, man, I thought I thought it was going to be better than I than I than I got. If you have a situation where you have so a situation you have, have a um a goal or something that you call your quote unquote you call your quote unquote purpose you actually get it and you're still miserable then you did the whole process wrong that means you chose the wrong thing for your purpose if that's what you are going to do all right so if you go through all this and you find you go make it to your purpose and it don't work you know that means that you did it wrong okay it doesn't mean you did it right it means you did it wrong doesn't mean you did it right it means you did it wrong it means you had no idea what your what what you do what you actually wanted in life okay and and, and, that, and then that's what happens that's why it's so important to you to have no idea what's your most important thing i believe is that you did not know your decision making process this is deeper than than just than just feeling good okay this is about mapping your own um decision making process based on how you view the world you know being able to map it out like that you could come with your whole identity based on how you want the world to go like my identity right now is me becoming like um it's me seeing myself as a positive energy generator positive vibe generator whatever i'm the name i'm trying to come up with how came with the name yet but i'm the person out there who provides the world with positive emotions you know there's two types of people there's people out there who can provide emotional energy help people improve their emotions and there are people who feed on energy most people in the world cannot 
control their own emotions. They rely on the completely on the environment to tell them not even how to think, but they eat their environment to tell them how to feel. Okay, like that is something that I can I never wanted. Like you can't give nobody no control over how you feel. That was like one of the main motivations of why I said, you know, if I gotta be friends by lying, um, you know, I want to be friends with them. It wasn't just it wasn't just about the lying. It was about like, man, I did not want. Now I was five years old. I did not want to give these kids control over my emotions, man. Like, come on, like I already felt like, 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 like so little control with my health problems. Like, you know, all these problems that seemed like so daunting tasks when I was like a little kid to try to figure out how the, I don't know how in the world I was going to overcome them. Already was feeling like I didn't have no control. You know, I'm, so, so the only thing I had control over was how I felt. You know, I'm, I'm going to let, I'm going to let people take that away from me too. No, forget that. I'm not going to sit up here and let people take that away. And then make it so I gotta rely on them for the emotions too. Forget that. So that's that's just me, man. So so, so there's people out there who can't generate their emotions, and if there's so many people who want to take advantage of that and put people in a constant, constant state of negative emotions, like fear and anger. That's why I hate um, like the way everybody does stuff on the news, especially when it came to this coronavirus outbreak. I can't believe we have fear-based tactics. It in a sit in an environment of um, of a pandemic, man. Where, where 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 your emotional state, you know, controls a lot of your immune system. We gotta keep our immune system as strong as possible, and having bad emotions can mess up your immune systems really bad. So, what the heck is going on, man? So, so that's where I kind of feel about it. So, you know, if we're able to go through with with my identity, that's my identity the way I see myself. You know, and it's something I was able to perfect really, really recently. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you got to be something based based on that. You know what I'm saying? And it's based on just the worldview of something like, uh, if I had to call, say my worldview was something, it would just be like, um, let's see how I just see the world is, man, I had something that my mind's going to blank. Oh, okay. Worldview, okay. Well, now I was a kid. Okay. All right. Is that. Alright, I guess it was kind of went through when it came to um, after I uh, was helping to help fix my own problems, I would get friends and I was smelling, um, smelling like boo boo when I was a kid. That moment where the um, kids that made fun of me at the beginning of the year wanted to be my friend. It's made me realize, like, man, there's two different types of people, man. There's people out here who, who, um, who, have, who have a mindset. Who will focus on solutions and help um, produce their problems? There's people out here who focus on problems so much, and um, who who just who just put themselves in a messed up state. Okay, who focus who focus who just problem focused to the point where they can't even fix their problems. Like the thing that just um, got got me, and the other thing is about it, about it is like you know what, man? It's like like you don't have to um, let other people control your life. Okay, if if you if you that the, that the way to make it in life, my worldview is the way you make it in life is that you uh, figure out like what's the world that you want to try to build. What's your vision for the world and bring it to reality? That's basically what you what you have to do. So it's just that type of people who I, who I eventually came up with a name like called the advancer, then a maintainer, which are people out here who just um, let the whole world tell them how they should think and how they should feel. With the um, it's just the thing that really got me when it came to maintainers. It's not only about how reactive they were, it's, it, it just happens like how, like, like how deep of a hole they put themselves in. Like they make it, 
like, 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 like not only do they do stuff that doesn't really go towards their success, they do stuff that goes the exact opposite of success, what so makes doing going through success three, ten times harder. So now, now I can't believe that they put themselves in a situation to where, okay, okay, okay. Now, now they want to be friends with the most popular kid, one of the most popular kids in class, which which, which was me. After having a whole track record of them making fun of me and trying to isolate me, so they're all, so I'm already. They already put themselves in, the, in a lower position because now they have to overcome all the frustration, the frustration that they um and the resentment that I had towards them. Okay, so they have to overcome that barrier. Okay, they had a I had a lack of trust of them because I knew that when things um um goes bad bad they're not going to have my back. So that puts them in a love in a lower state. You know what I'm saying? They're at they, they had the time was horrible because now they're at the I'm at the point now where I have plenty of friends, so I really don't have time to be. Um, that I have to, you know, hang out. That to take, make sure I take care of. So I, I have there's less space for them to be part of the the groups. They wait until there's no room, no no space for them to try to be my friend. Okay, and then the um the worst part that happened was that they have what was it? What was it? It was that 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 man lost my train of thought. Let me go back. Let me go back. That, that, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. They basically didn't even um, even stand outside the crowd with their solution. It's like okay, okay, okay. they're like, like okay, why, why should we be friends? They all said, oh, because you know you can. Oh, I don't know. It's like it's like because 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 uh, I'll um I'll we'll hang out or something like that. Or basically they they whole pitch was you know um because uh, because you could trust me. I'll be there when you need me. Like oh, like 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 that, like like that was their pitch. That was the kids' pitch. They'll be there when they need me after a whole track record of them uh, not being there when I needed them. When I felt all the pain. So, that's basically what the situation is, man. So, uh, it's, it's kind of just made it seem like, like man, like, like and, and, then, and then, then their expectations was too high. Like, not only did they want to be my friend for doing, for having the worst base, okay, they didn't stand out at all. So, every single one of the kids said the exact same thing so they didn't stand out and they said they didn't stand out and their expectations they wanted to be my best friend like like like, like they wanted to outrank um the, the kids that have been there for me from the beginning just because 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 they have the the most generic um value that i could get literally from anybody else from the class but they might else from the class, but they wanted the highest return for it. I'm like, I'm like, get up, I'm like, get out of here, man. You know, and the thing that kind of just maybe so I'm still cordial is that what makes it even worse for them to maintain it is because at, at default their numbers are, are are so high. So at the very end, you still have to try to be cordial with them because as a group, they have some type of value. At an individual level, they have nothing, yo. But as a group, it gives them some type of validity, so so they still get some type of um, um relevant respect they don't really don't deserve. So you know what I'm saying. So that's pretty much my worldview, man. That if you that if you try to stick with the crowd, let other people don't control your life, you know your life is automatically going to go um, go down. You know what I'm saying? And stuff is not going to work. Now, when I say that, that, that is what I call a patro argument. That's an emotional argument that reflects you know, your worldview of the world. Now, as a for a logical argument for Logo, 
you know is, 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 that, is that logical is that logical you know is, 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 is it possible that you know somebody um, can have like a, a plan for my life that actually works works out better for me of course you know does that mean that everybody if i listen to, if i if i only listen to my um my uh myself could it could it you know if i listen to like if i let other people you know come with some ideas is it always going to go bad of course not you know of course not okay and we that's when we're switching to logical argument you know there's two types of arguments okay problem that i believe i believe i believe there's two types of arguments there's always the emotional um worldview argument about how we see the world and how logical i mean how the world is based on like the sense that we senses that we have that we um go in you know um, there's some ancient greek philosophers um i think his name is so socrates i can't remember how you pronounce it but basically had the concept of outer and um, no, um, of inner and outer basically it's funny because it's pretty similar to what i call you know patro and, and logo basically you know like the inner is what you do with your um like a, like your emotional state and what you do like in the inside of your mind you uh, no knowing knowing thyself and um uh outer is you know what the world is that's around you you know what i'm saying um he's a famous one um uh, philosopher i can't remember i can't pronounce his name but but he was the one that said that that i had the famous um situation that he said um, that he knew nothing um, was his famous like phrase they call him like the wisest man in greece because he said that he knew nothing but anyway going back to it you know that's pretty much my worldview so you know the thing about it now is that uh i believe that the biggest uh thing need that people need right now great resignation is going to be employers figuring out how to keep um how to get loyalty because now their biggest technique is is going to be gone which is which is you know they just go through for the shareholders which is basically it don't have to have no type of profitability as long as it looks good on paper like oh my gosh i just watched like a quick documentary to figure out what happened with the bubble crash and the thing that really got me that i can't believe their thought process was like this was in the bubble crash in the bubble crash like the crash if you don't know the dot-com crash of 1999 everybody was trying to create like an online um website or something like that online business and it completely crashed was that you had people out here basically saying because businesses um um on paper was um was, was looking good they basically were saying stuff 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 like you know businesses um don't have to be profitable you know to like i don't even understand like the business don't have to be profitable for for it to be um for it to be a good business like internet was, was so new and different that you don't even have to have a business being profitable for it to be a um an evaluation because before the um dot-com crash businesses was deciding whether or not you should invest in them based on how much profit they should have but after that but during like the dot-com crash something different happened where people was um investing in companies that were not profitable and then because of the situation of the stock market the stock price will um, will go up and then now that, that what they would use um to um, invest more money which was so like it's hard for me to explain it because i just learned it but um the concept is that is that um when it comes to different types of businesses there are uh there's been like a, a technique 
that that people have have used that's been so low where people just don't even try to be profitable anymore is that they just try to be disappear profitable for their shareholders okay which is the worst part of the business which is why this is going down so even the um yeah, this dog over here hating but going back to like shareholder supremacy is uh you know people would companies will do things just to appear profitable to make their shareholders happy it makes no sense shareholders want profitability so just doing you know um like you know the um classic um inf uh, infinite versus short um finite finite mindset just trying to have the quick boost to make sure to make sure everything's okay like yeah for the short term you know which is messed up so basically the, the primary move for, for doing this technique that we still do to that we, that the company still did was called the great resignation and um you know has been has been um if if times get tough lay off everybody which has been the primary technique when times get tough lay people off what Simon Sinek calls using layup math sell layoffs to balance the books and that's what people have been doing and but they don't understand that completely destroys some success is that people don't, just don't understand that when you do mass layoffs you completely destroy the work culture because people realize that okay it don't matter how bad i work how hard i work how um you know how much loyalty i give to the company how much i care how much i try to innovate and help the company grow if the company does miss misses their projected numbers they're going to fire me anyway so of course nobody has so so loyalty doesn't pay off it's some um, short quick term um not even making money like just quick just disappearing that you make money like that was something that always frustrated me with every single job that I, I would have is you will have all these all these high higher ups um will look the other way if you cut corners of course of course try to make sure if a long longest of course when something bad happens they try to they'll try to um okay then when something bad happens they they'll be the first ones to to blame and run away and throw somebody under the bus so they can keep their job okay but all the people do stuff to, to cut corners but but when they have like a quote-unquote evaluation from a customer or from a boss or something like that all of a sudden they'll try to put their best foot forward you know what i'm saying like put their best foot forward and it's ridiculous man so like like you know you have a situation where you know um uh, uh, people are just saying you hey no you know hey no don't don't worry about don't worry about you know doing safety or something like that you know we'll try to go through like um I don't know. It was like I was looking over at this um this this air this airport parts hub, and then it'll just be like every day like we'll just always be lacking on the um on the records, like like it don't matter if the records were perfect as long as it just appeared that we were just um doing well. That's what the bosses wanted. They just wanted they want the um the parts to come in, the work to be done. As long as we could find them on the computer, everything was okay. But as soon as the um business people was time to do a, a freaking review or something, all of a sudden we have to try to. To just pretend that we're doing everything correct, while we're doing everything right, that everything is all the way clean, that we're just doing above and beyond, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's it's like like man, it's like all the fakeness that they try to portray. It's like it's like it's like, it's like, it's like what that says to the people. It's like okay, it's okay, um um, you know, to cut corners as long as you don't get caught. That's what that's the messages that you keep putting in jobs all the time. That's what happens, man. So, ugh. A little frustrating, but 
that's the type of environments that so many businesses now create and um create environments for so it's rough city man it's rough city so all i know all i know is that you know that's a good opportunity for me uh, because people are getting sick and tired of doing working environments like that and then you have businesses because who don't know their their why or you know their life aim i call it don't know their life aim we don't have no idea about why why your business exists then you're just doing simple stuff like profit i'm not even profit you're just doing stuff like price so now you have a situation that because you don't stand out because the why is the thing that makes you stand out the most even though you, you do the same thing you stand out the most the only thing else you have other than that is just price so you have people out there doing price wars you know try to be the cheapest price so so this is pretty much why i think a lot of businesses are going to go down okay because they can't afford to do like a massive layoff anymore so they don't have enough people okay they're going to stop doing massive layoffs which means that the shareholders are going to realize their company is not profitable and then they're going to lose investors or they're going to do massive layoffs and realize they're not going to have anybody to come back when they try to open up the company again nobody's going to come back because they're because they're, they're sick and tired of it because they want something they want a company with a purpose okay uh, so as more companies with purposes come, they're gonna lose. It's gonna be absolutely over for some of these companies, and um, especially they're gonna have to keep people coming back. They're gonna have to um, pay their people more, which is payrolls. The biggest thing that can bring a company and make them um, uh, tank them is to increase their payroll, which is the fastest way for a company to lose all their profitability, which they already don't make. They can't do layoffs because they've barely been profitable on paper because they do a whole bunch of shady stuff like do layoffs. Um, so they're gonna go downhill with that. So with with that, and then and then because they don't have no type of why, you have all these companies who just are in are, are um, interchangeable. So they're basically gonna do it like a price war. So they're gonna lower their price. It's gonna lower their profits. They're gonna have to pay people more, which lower their profits. The shareholders are gonna realize that they have no profits because they have no they have no quick moves they can do to um make make it make it appear that they're profitable when they're not. So shareholders are gonna leave. All that combined is going to probably destroy it. It's going to more, going to more likely, if all those problems go in the same direction and keep increasing, a lot of companies are going to just completely fold and go out of business. Okay. Then the funniest thing is they're going to have no idea the reasons why. They're going to say like, oh, because of COVID and because people are lazy. No, mofo. You just don't know how to run a, um, a, a, um, an organization that made people feel safe when they get there and feel inspired. Like Cyber Six says, like he wants to build a world that makes people feel inspired to come to work and feel safe when they get there. You does none of that. And you're gonna realize that very soon if you don't change up your attitude. So yeah. So anyway, man, I don't want to have to keep um, hammering on this. But anyway, you know, the boys working on this um, environment, making this uh, uh, on this um, situation, making it turn this, this problem that everybody else have to opportunity. But your boy is about to um, take off because. Anybody who can help people has a company that has a good, solid life aim, a good, solid why. People are going to do everything they can to work there to give them a sense of working for nothing and pride. People want that, and people always wanted that. But now it's just obvious, more be more obvious that people that's a need that people are going to be striving for. And co companies who um who have a why are going to blow up, who have a life aim, who have a life aim going to blow up, and people uh, and basically definitely the, the uh, company, the culture company that can help um, businesses realize their life aims they can retain people and have people try people to their company are going to take off so i'm good both ways i have a company where the why where the, where the life aim is clear 
and and I have skills to help other companies to figure out their life. Amen. I got this. So anyway, man, I'm feeling good in this piece. And you guys stay cool out there. You know what I'm saying? And peace. Keep working on your life. Amen. Yeah.